Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest podcast. And one of the things we've always done is try to bring you the latest and greatest things going on in CT. And as we all know, one of the key things, regardless of your application, is injecting contrast. And those who have been around for a while remember the old days when we injected by hand, and then we dripped it in, and then we dripped it in and injected by hand. And thank God, Medred came along and made injectors. But injectors have changed over the years from the typical injector to the dual head injector that we typically uh, use for our cardiacs and for pushing saline to get optimal use of uh, contrast material. But injectors will continue to change. And so when I was at RSNA this year, I looked at MedRed and they had a whole lot of cool things that are coming and things that will affect all of our practices. So I had the pleasure to ask Terry Hagee if he would come uh, and tell us a little bit about that. So today we're going to hear a, th a series of three talks on injectors and contrast by two by Terry Hege, who's the clinical business relations manager for CT, and one from Bonnie Cowan, who's the clinical marketing manager. And these will look at some of the latest and greatest issues with injectors and show how it will change the present and future of your practice. And with that, here's Terry. Good morning. My name's Terry Hege. I'm with MedRad. And we're going to talk about personalized patient protocol technology, or P3T. Uh, the idea that protocols should be personalized for the individual patient uh, is something that's really become uh, a focus in many different areas, in, in dosing of medications, in radiation dose, and, and it should be, uh, in, in some cases, considered for contrast dosing as well. Uh, it's a, a concept that's being embraced throughout medicine. Uh, as you can see here, uh, the former director of the National Institutes of Health indicated that in the future medicine should be predictive, personalized, and very precise to the individual. And here's an example of what we're talking about, a, a 100 ml contrast delivery to a different size patient group. If we have a, a small patient like the one on the left, about 100 pounds, uh, the contrast appears to be a bit dense and maybe over enhanced. And in other words, we could have reduced the contrast a little bit. The patient in the middle, it looks almost optimal like we have the appropriate contrast delivery for that patient but on the on the right we start looking at a 300 pound patient with that same contrast delivery and and now we have image quality issues uh, so this is one of the reasons why we personalized patient protocols may be appropriate at this time um, so we have some technology incorporated into the injector now that allows this to be done in a, a very easy and, and user-friendly fashion. It requires just a few inputs, patient weight, uh, scan duration, iodine concentration, and with that information, uh, the injector can calculate a volume of contrast, the flow rate, uh, if appropriate, a ratio of iodine and saline, and uh, scan delays. And e each one is specifically tailored to the patient and to the study that's being performed. Uh, just a, an example here, this is one screenshot from uh, the injector that shows uh, contrast volumes that, and saline volumes to be loaded. Uh, patient weight would be entered here. Iodine concentration could be uh, modified and uh, scan duration could also be entered as well as uh, pressure limiting information. So this all is available to be adjusted for the individual patient and provide an optimal contrast dose. And when this technology was developed, we had some key design goals, and that was to, for cardiac imaging anyway, to, to hit a specific enhancement level in the left heart, to remove streak artifacts and, and image quality problems in the right heart, 
and to optimize the contrast phase and, and ratio phase for individual patients, while at the same time uh, minimizing any contrast waste that may remain in the syringe after the procedure. So these were the things that we tried to accomplish with this new technology. And uh, these are computer simulations that I provided here, a comparison. And the left is uh, a standard single flow rate and single volume uh, that could be delivered to a patient, a heavy patient in this case, of about 300 pounds. And the uh, protocol on the left is compared to uh, an optimized protocol on the right based on our calculations that would increase the contrast somewhat. But as you can see in the graph represented at the bottom of the image, um, we're enhancing at the appropriate peak enhancement time. The, the red indicates arterial enhancement, or excuse me, it indicates uh, left heart enhancement. The blue indicates right heart enhancement. And you can see that we've hit our enhancement level over 300 Hounsfield units, which was our goal in the left heart. Uh, we've done it in such a way that we're not picking up the dense contrast in the right side of the heart and optimized our timing as a result. The uh, graph on the left shows that uh, enhancement is occurring not at the peak of left, in, left heart enhancement. It's occurring somewhat in the peak of the right heart enhancement, which is not where we want to be, and it's far below the, uh, the accepted standard of over 300 Hounsfield units. Now, uh, conversely, if you apply this same standard protocol to a patient of smaller weight, or a lower weight, excuse me, about 120 pounds, uh, you can see that the contrast utilized of ADML is, is really far more than we need. Uh, the timing is pretty close to accurate with the ADMLs, but, but you've exceeded 400 Hounsfield units, so there's more contrast than we really need, while the protocol on the right reduces the flow rate, reduces the contrast volume, and hits the peak enhancement in the left side of the heart perfectly uh, and provides an optimal contrast-enhanced study. We can also use this technology for PE studies as well, and you can see again, we've uh, used a standard protocol on the left in comparison to an optimized protocol on the right. This again is a heavy patient, and you can see that we hit about 350 Hounsfield units right at the peak enhancement, whereas the, uh, the standard protocol using uh, about 4 mLs per second and 80 mLs of contrast is far inferior in terms of contrast enhancement level and timing. Now this was uh, validated in a study at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center where they compared their standard protocol, which is represented in this graph by the white block on the right. They compared their standard protocol versus the P3T technology in the black graph on the left of the image. 100% of, of the studies conducted with P3T technology were of diagnostic quality while using a standard protocol resulted in 74% of their studies being of diagnostic quality. And this was published uh, recently, and as I mentioned, was a study that was conducted at the University of Pittsburgh in 2008. We've expanded our capabilities now, not just with cardiac and PE, but also with uh, abdominal imaging. P3T abdomen is now available, and it calculates an individual injection protocol, which can uh, increase the consistency of the contrast enhancement uh, across patients and across clinicians and provide multiple options for contrast dosing. So I hope you found this information useful this morning and uh, look forward to talking with you on further developments in injector technology.